as we fully arrive in the space, in the space, and in the state of love and peace. I simply recognize spirit. Spirit as love. As change. As we become more fully available and accepting. Whatever quality that is that we want to see more of in our lives, whether it be joy, love, friendship, freedom, security, that is already a quality of spirit. It is spirit itself. And so I know that as each one of us is already one with spirit and one with one another, that it's already available. There is nothing difficult about it. So as we welcome this season of newness, this season of change, I simply know for each one of us that it is easy and graceful and grace-filled. I know that this is the truth, that it is already unfolding in the mind of God. It is already manifesting. So I simply release it, knowing that it is already so. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. Welcome. Good morning. My name is Lucinda Alton, and I am a prayer practitioner here at Mystic Heart and a ministerial student. I just wanted to say we are an interfaith community that teaches universal principles and practical spirituality. If I'm speaking too fast, please feel free to tell me to slow down. I welcome you home to our spiritual community, should you choose it. And even more, I welcome you home to the answers that lie within your own mystic heart.
Champ. Welcome home to your mystic heart. Lay aside whatever came before. Let your own intuition start to guide you to heaven's door. Welcome home to your mystic heart. Lay aside whatever came before. Let your own intuition start to guide you guide you to heaven's start with because it brings me into such a beautiful place in my heart. So before I get started, I just wanted to make a quick note. I've got pads and pens out on all the uh, chairs because I'm planning on asking you a couple of questions later. So I wanted you to have something to make notes with. And I missed a couple. <laughs> That's Lisa. No. 
setting into this sacred moment, we breathe. Allowing the presence of spirit to fill our being. Grounding us in the here and the now. Allowing every out-breath to be an offering of the peace. In the silence, breathing in presence, breathing out peace. And as you're doing that, you might want to be thinking about the fact that today is the very last day of 2023. Where'd it go? <laughs> Ready or not, we've got a brand new year starting. And so it's a good time right now as we're breathing in the joy and the love and letting go of the peace, breathing out the peace to think about what else that we'd be willing to let go of from 2023 as we start going into 2024. So just have that in your mind as you're thinking about it. Together we feel and express our gratitude for our connection with all of life. We envision a web of consciousness like twinkling lights against a velvet sky An infinite intelligence, a holy presence that connects us, that surrounds, contains, and infuses the planet and all that share life here. Presence is all that is. Divine light expressing so all of creation as all of creation. And so we know ourselves to be sparks of divinity, perfect expressions of the one. Every human, every creature, the plants and the soil that give them all life, all shining with the light of spirit. And each person sitting here and each person in the world is a divine light within that web of consciousness. Each, can, each is a vital divine light within that consciousness. All of life is a glow with the one radiant light we sense feel, know that we are connected to all that is. As a human family, we acknowledge our role as caretakers in sacred service to one another, to all life forms, and to the planet that sustains us all. As we share this time, we set a prayerful intention we are leaving an imprint of peace on the world. A ripple of compassion 
the comfort to all who are in need. We consciously offer our time together to the well-being of the whole. There are some concepts that seem to be completely opposite. But if we look close, we see that they're actually unbreakably attached to one another. Opposite sides of the same coin, to use a phrase that's been around for a long time. Beginnings and endings are that. Endings can be seen as openings for new opportunities, new adventures to come into our lives. A classic example would be you graduate from school and suddenly you have a host of new beginnings to choose from. Are you going to get a job? continue to a higher level of education? Or will some other opportunity present itself? One thing to keep in mind is that the gift in an ending isn't always something that you can see right away. But what about an ending that's a little more complicated? Think for a moment about something you've worked hard for. You have a goal. You know that you are on the right path because everything seems to fall into place. And then suddenly, you come up against a closed door that feels like an impossibly large roadblock. And everything change, changes in a moment. It can be hard in that moment to pause and begin to look for new choices. It would be easy to get stuck in a feeling like, but I was so sure that was the path I was supposed to be following. What happened? Sometimes we can be so sure that we're on the right path that we don't notice any of the signs that we're a little off course. We know what we want to do. We, we're eager to do that. As my new favorite poet, Billy Chapata says, when something isn't for you or when things don't align, sometimes your angel will send you a reality check that disrupts you on your path or slows you down so that you can, your soul can finally breathe. In other words, God gives us an opportunity for a course correction. So now we have an opportunity to really look at where we are and where we want to go next. 
As Joseph Campbell tells us, we must be willing to get rid of the life we planned so, that, so, as, so as to have the life that's waiting for us. Because a reminder, a reminder here, however it came about, there is a plan. There is a God watching out for us. And sometimes it's not that the plan is wrong for us, it's just the wrong time. Or sometimes there was something even better waiting for us. The old skin has to be shed before the new one can come. Sometimes we have to be willing to let go of our thoughts and beliefs regarding what our lives are supposed to look like and be willing to embrace a new path, a different path. And a lot of times we can use the experience that we've already gotten to take us down this new path. Sometimes we'd need to be willing to take a step forward. New beginnings mean traveling down a different path, even if the new direction looks similar to what you were planning. And that can be pretty scary looking. I don't know about you guys, but one of the things that I'm working on in the last few years very, very hard is to let go of the illusion of control. To willing to look for the, to the changes in my path as good things. For some of us, it might it means being willing to let ourselves be uncomfortable for a while and continue stepping forward. It means trying to, to stop trying to control the outcome and know that God has this and already knows the best outcome. It takes faith and a willingness to allow ourselves to be guided in a, new in a new direction, destination. Remembering my personal life this week, I can relate to what Lucinda referred to as experiencing different sides of the coin, of the same coin. And at the beginning of the week, I felt so blessed to have quality time, you know, with my family and friends. And Christmas Eve, I had actually overcommitted to both friends and family and went to the Turtle Bay Lights twice in one week. <laughs> in one day, that's what I meant to say. Um, and then on Christmas, we went to my mom and dad, stepdads and shared a beautiful meal filled with family and our new extended family of my brother and sisters, spouses. And there was so much love and so much life. The next day, 
I got word that my step-grandpa had had two heart attacks. And I went to the hospital to see him and he had transitioned before I could get there. Our family comforted one another in that time of grief. And there was still so much love, but also death. Two sides of the same coin in a very short time. But life returns, and by Friday, we celebrated my husband John's 50th birthday with friends and family. Why am I sharing this? Because this is what is happening all the time. It is typically over a longer period and unfolding so slowly that we sometimes don't recognize it. Although this week was at times overwhelming, I, I feel that this insight gave me a divine blessing. I know for me that sometimes I am so unaware of the blessing of this life experience that I wish it away. My thoughts sound something like, if I could just get through the day, or when I get this done, my life will be better. Or when this changes, I'll be happier. That's a big one. As we prepare to move into the silence, I am going to quote my husband, the Gospel of John. <laughs> From his birthday party. I'm paraphrasing, of course. What's most important in life is the relationships we share. And I am so grateful for my friends and family that are here to celebrate with me today. During our meditation, if you are willing, contemplate the following questions. What would I like people to stand up and say about me at my next birthday party? Also, what would I like people to stand up and say about me at my funeral or celebration of life?
profound gratitude for this insight, we allow the music to usher our attention back to this time and this place. We are grateful for divine guidance that reminds us of what is really important. Life is two sides of the same coin. The sameness is the love that always exists. The two sides are how love shows up. Spirit as love is always pointing us towards love, towards itself, in a multiplicity of variations of itself whether that be people or events or anything really, because it's always happening. Life as spirit is always unfolding for our good. Sometimes I cannot see how this is true, but I do have faith that it is true. As Lucinda continues her Taze message this morning, we open our hearts and minds to divine wisdom and inspiration. And as we go through our week, we listen for the still small voice to remind us to see endings as beginnings. Good job. I want to take a moment to ask you to contemplate a couple of questions for me. So if you want to just kind of relax, maybe let your eyes close for a moment if you're comfortable doing so. What qualities that have been a part of your life in 2023, would you be willing to see less of in 2024? And if you need to know, want to make some notes, you have your notepad there. The ones that came to mind for me were anger, fear, And then the other side of that, the fun part, what qualities would you be willing to have more of in 2024? Joy, love, laughter, peace.
I wanted to drop back real quick and give you guys an example of a door for me and how that worked. Is I finished the undergrad program for social work. My grades were high. Pretty much everybody, I mean, I'm not trying to be egotistical here, but I do fit in well when I want to. So I had a lot of friends. I was friends with teachers. Everything seemed to be going great. And so I applied for the master's program and got turned down. I wasn't happy, as you can imagine. And the things, things worked out in such a way with that that I also had an opportunity to uh, file a complaint against them for breach of uh, confidentiality, which would not have been good for a new master's program. I chose not to do that. And at the time, I wasn't quite as strong in the thing of God's got your back. That's one of the reasons I know that now, is because I had to go out and get a job. I mean, I'm not getting into the master's program. So I went out job hunting, and I met some of the most awesome people you could ever know. The woman who ended up being my boss, the clients that I ended up working with, they were incredible. And I would never have known them had I gotten into that master's program at that time. And so in hindsight, all I can do is sit here and say, thank you, God, for closing that door for me at that time. You know, I mean, a lot of awesome people. So I just want to go ahead and end with these words from Janet Rohan. In this new year, May you have a deep understanding of your true value and worth. An absolute faith in your unlimited potential. Peace of mind in the midst of uncertainty. The confidence to let go when you need to. Acceptance to replace your resistance. Gratitude to open your heart, the strength to meet your challenges. Great love to replace fear. Forgiveness and compassion for those who offend you. Clear sight to see your best and true path. Hope to dispel obscurity. The conviction to make your dreams come true. Meaningful and rewarding synchronicities. Dear friends who truly know and love you. And I want to say here, who see you. A childlike trust in the benevolence of the universe. The humility to remain teachable. The wisdom 
to fully under embrace your life exactly as it is. The understanding that every soul has its own course to follow. The discernment to recognize your own unique inner voice of truth and the courage to learn to be still. How many still have trouble being still? <laughs> so in closing, I would, like to, I would like to end with this Native American prayer. It's called the Mother Earth Prayer. Mother Earth, hear your child as I sit on your lap of grass. I listen to the echoes of your voice in my brother, the wind, as he blows from all corners and directions. The soft, gentle raindrops are the tears you cry for your children. Teach me the lessons you offer to nurture my children as you nurture yours. To learn the lessons of the four kingdoms, to make up the world of physical things, and to learn to walk the path chosen so long ago. Mother Earth, hear your child. Be a bond between the worlds of earth and spirit. Let the winds echo the knowledge of the grandfathers who await unseen yet visible if I only turn my eyes to their world. Let me hear their voices in the winds that blow to the east. From the east, I seek the lessons of childhood to see with the trusting innocence of a small one the lessons of spirit given in, given in love by our Creator. To the South, to learn the ways of questioning the fire and independence of adolescence, the truths and how they help us grow along this path. From the West, where the grandfathers teach us acceptance of responsibility, that come during the years of marriage and family. That my own children grow strong and true. From the north, where the elders, who by this long, their long lives have learned and stored wisdom and knowledge, and learned to walk in balance and harmony with our mother, the earth. Mother Earth, hear your child. Hold my hand as I walk my path in this world. Guide me in the lessons I seek. Bring me closer to our Creator until I return to the Western direction to once again enter the world of spirit where the sacred fire awaits and I rejoin the Council of the Elders in the presence 
of the one who created it all. And this was written by Kiss Kenny Tom, She Who Remembers. kind 
the sweetest kind of life. Get ready, get ready, my soul. Get ready, get ready, my soul. Wow, a great song. I know, I love. Daniel Maymont. Yeah, that song always does it for me. Thank you. So I invite you to come back into the awareness of your body. Notice the atmosphere in the room. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and allow your gaze to take in whatever is before you. And I'm seeing a lot of beauty here. Feel free to look around and say good morning to everyone who's here celebrating with you this morning. This is your spiritual family, one of your support systems. There are, these are some of the people who care about you and are there for you. So as we close our Teze meditation, we offer the opportunity to, to share of your financial good in support of the work that we do, should you choose to do so. If you're joining us online, you can find a donate button in our mailing address at mysticheart.org. And while you're there, feel free to look at the rest of the beautiful stuff. And we thank you in advance for your gifts.
got your way and the vibe is feeling strong It was small, turn to a friendship and friendship turn to a bond And the bond will never be broken and love will never get lost And when brotherhood comes, we'll see the line will never be crossed Establish it on our own when that line had to be drawn And that line is what we did, so remember me when I'm gone When I'm gone When I'm gone How could we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Thank you for the gifts of both time, talent, and treasure for each one who contributes financially. But I never forget the work that, those, uh, that some of the people do in the background that we don't think about. Thank you for the people who cook each day. Thank you for Ellie and the cleaners. Thank you for each person who comes in and does some little thing that goes unnoticed on a regular basis. But we see. And so in this moment, I just say in deep, deep gratitude, thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. So it is. Amen. And now we will have our closing song. And thank you for being here. I love you. soul always find what it's looking for may your heart always lead the way may you live in peace and harmony and may love always fill your day may your path be strewn with happiness may success find you everywhere May you always embrace compassion and grace, and may God always answer your prayer. 
May you always embrace compassion and grace, and may God always answer your prayer. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Please feel free to go get coffee and come back for the second service, and I will see you. Welcome back. Just continuing this opening space. Saying goodbye to whatever it is we need to let go in 2023. Sophie's letting go too of a, <laughs> of a hairball. And just welcoming those qualities, welcoming whatever it is that we'd like to embrace in 2024. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> She's a perfect example for us. And just remembering that it's all God. <laughs> Many different forms. Many different forms of, of letting go. <laughs> so we simply embrace what is and accept whatever it is that's happening. Knowing that this service is already filled with laughter and fun and joy. And knowing that each of us here sees, feels, hears exactly what they need for their next step in their next evolution and their next growth. Knowing that this is the truth and already unfolding in the mind of spirit, I simply release knowing that it is already so. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. Ashe. Satu. Satu. Aho. Aho. I love all those. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. good morning. And good morning to the Zoom room and Facebook or wherever you might be where you're watching this. Know that no matter where you are, you are beloved. My name is Lucinda Alton, and I'm a prior, a prayer practitioner here at Mystic Heart. We are an independent, interfaith community that teaches universal principles and practical spirituality. Welcome home to our gathering place, to our spiritual family, and to the answers that lie in your own Mystic Heart. I invite you I dare you <laughs> to get up and join the music.
And sing your part, make this affirmation. Spirit made us family with loving hearts to share. Together we are joyfully practicing the possible through prayer. And everything's possible. So welcome to the mystic heart. Coffee's kicking in. <laughs> everybody get up on your feet. See the light in everybody you meet. Everybody get up on your feet. See the light in everybody you meet. Let us be reminded of who we've come to be. We are love, we are one. One big family. Make a joyful sound, here we stand on holy ground. Let us make a joyful sound, here we stand on holy ground. Let us make a joyful sound, hey, 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 everybody get up on your feet. See the light in everybody you meet. Hey, buddy, get up on your feet. See the light in everybody you meet. Let us be reminded. One big family, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Let us make a joyful sound, here we stand on holy ground. Let us make a joyful sound, here we stand on holy ground. Let us make a joyful sound, hey, 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 hey. Everybody, get up on your feet, see the light in everybody. Me too. <laughs> and we got to hear their voices this oh, morning. Oh, I know. I like that. It's like they're here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And taking that energy, calling awareness to the presence of fear in the body, please join me in the co-creation of a love-soaked world. And as we start, I know that is coming into the fruition right now and that 2024 is going to be beautiful. Setting aside any traces of doubt and giving yourself and the world this gift of powerful vision. We are creating a world where all humans embody compassion, generosity, peace and justice where all people everywhere honor and care for one another. For the earth that sustains us and for every life form that shares Mother Earth with us. 
We are creating a world where all needs are met gracefully, easily, where all beings are well-fed and have the safety and comfort of home, whatever that might look like to the individual. Where mental and physical health, education, and healthy relationships are promoted and supported by social systems grounded in wellness and wholeness. A world where every being serves the greater community doing whatever feeds their soul and are well supported for their time and talent and by their service each one finds meaning and belonging. In this world of our creation, all beings are valued and respected for their uni uniqueness. Authenticity and integrity are the norm. Peace and kindness are cultivated within every human heart and show up as a world free of hatred and violence. And I want to add, free of jealousy. With gratitude for our growing awareness and by the prayer of our collective intention, we are writing a new story. A story in which there is no greed and abundance means having all that is required for physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual thriving. We cannot, we will not lower our vision no matter the appearance in the world because we know that such a world is not only possible, but it is inevitable. We align our actions to support our vision. We celebrate each change as it comes and a new world is born. The hearts, minds, arms, and doors of this community stand open in radical welcome. In keeping with our vision, we are open and loving and accepting. All people who seek belonging find it here. By the power of our deep faith, this prayer is acted upon answered even before it is spoken, in full expectation of its graceful unfolding in form and experience, we release it to the one that gets it done. I love that phrase. And so it is. So it is. Amen. Sashu. Hashe. Aho. Let's take a moment to bask in the creative, powerful energy Look around to say good morning to your spiritual family. And wave to the camera because not everyone is in this room. Yes, and the camera. Hi, everybody out there. In camera land. <laughs> if you were with us at Teze this morning, you know that our topic of conversation this month is waking up to the light. And this morning's gathering, we contemplated the idea of endings as beginnings. 
I would like to share again my favorite quote from this morning. As Joseph Campbell tells us, we must be willing to get rid of the life we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. The old skin has to shed before the new one can come. Sometimes we have to be willing to let go of our thoughts and beliefs regarding what our lives are supposed to look like and be willing to embrace a different path. What does that mean to you guys? Be willing to embrace a different path. I, th I think that uh, what it is is we have a path whether we know it or not and when we cling to the past and try to pull it along on the path with us, then the path gets really narrow. And if we can, can let go of the past and learn from what we needed to learn from it and bless everybody or everything that happened and let it go, then I think your path gets really wide. Mm -hmm. And it right. opens up infinite possibilities. Exactly. When you let go of the old stuff, you make room for all of the new stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. As we, get to the, as we get ready to enter the new year, I would like to share a quote from a movie I saw a few years ago. And I want to say at the front that I looked it up. They were paraphrasing a quote from Winston <coughs> Churchill. So I'm kind of sort of going to paraphrase their paraphrasing <laughs> of Winston Churchill. <laughs> this is not the end. This is not the beginning. This is the end of the beginning. I like this quote because there are so many different things, times that it could cover. Like New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Because one feeds into the new year. We like to see each year as a new slate, but really, it's a new slate only if we choose to see it as a new slate. Only if we choose to make it a new slate. And it sounds so easy to say that kind of a thing, but how many of us here sometimes have trouble letting go of the old slate? <laughs> So I would like for us to take some time to contemplate three questions to start out with. What are you the most grateful for in 2023? If you had to choose just one thing, or two, or three, what are you the most grateful for? Write them down, and would anybody like to share? I just found somebody online. His name is um, Brian, I don't remember his last name, but he was talking about um, accepting everything hook, line, and sinker that we have been taught by our parents and everything else, and that, that when we realize that we bought into it, but it's not really who we are, truly are, then you can release everything and just be who you truly are, which is spirit. And I like that. And it 
shifted something in me when I said I let go of everything and I'm going to be right here now and I'm not hooking into that old everything that was taught because it was we knew nothing when we came in because we kind of drank from the cup of forgetting and we just got everything bombarded on it and we accepted a hook line and sinker and then we go from there and it really affects our lives and when you realize that you just accepted it because you didn't know better and you have another choice wow does that make a big difference in mm -hmm. how you create your life from that moment on and I think that's a good point with each moment is an ending and each moment is a beginning and you get to make the choice on how you view it and how you carry on from there okay. anyone else I'm most grateful for having my son and granddaughter come out and visit me and help me move here and for finding Mystic Heart. Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Okay. What qualities would you love to leave? Now this was from the 930, but what qualities would you love to leave in 2023? And this can be for yourself or for yourself and others. Separation. Yes. Impatience. 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 Okay, how many of us does that speak to? Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> um, not enoughness. Awesome one. Mine shows up usually as not enough time, but I know that's just mirroring my own work that I still need to work on. Yeah. <laughs> of just, you know, my own not enoughness. When I see it outside myself, I know that it's reflecting for me. Thanks, universe. <laughs> Anyone else? <coughs> what would you like to bring more of into 2024 for yourself or for yourself and others? I want to in this moment on to really not judge myself for others because we're all mirrors and if you have something happen to you like my daughter-in-law, I watched her animals, and when she came home, she was mad at me because I didn't empty the cat litter, which I don't even have a cat. <laughs> I never even thought about it. Well, she ran and raved for 45 minutes, and I was upstairs wow. listening. And, and I, the little me that was always hurt and had that happen to me before really started to, to wake up, and I went, wait a minute, this is her stuff, not mine. Yes, I probably should have done it, but I never thought about it. So I'm going to give myself credit for, I should have, but I didn't. You kept the cat alive, right? Well, I <laughs> fed it. Yeah. Fed it in and out. But anyway, so what I ended up realizing, I heard something somewhere, because I'm studying all the time, that there's something in me that she's my mirror. And she was so angry, and she's angry in her life, and that's, not, I'm no, no judgment, that's just what I perceive. And then I realized that there had to be that in me or it wouldn't be pushing my buttons. And so then when I thought that and went, wow, why am I still angry? 
And then I go, well, I don't know why, but I'm just going to just sit here and feel it and felt it. And it let go, and I went to sleep peacefully. Because she was my mirror, and instead of judging her, oh, how dare you, I just went in a different direction. And now I realize everybody's my mirror, and I'm responsible for everything that's ever happened to me. And that shifts, and I can be a different person from this moment on. I didn't mean to write a book. I'm sorry. Amen. <laughs> I love it. There were other people here, so we need to hear that. <laughs> so Cheryl online says that she would like to be more understanding and to listen more. All right. I think I would go ahead and say what am I the most grateful for is my husband, of course. Oh. <laughs> you got a thumbs up from your husband for that. <laughs> yeah, he had, a, he had a smart comment the last time I said that. <laughs> what would I like to bring more of into 2024? I would love to have a smooth move to Reading. Yay. Yay. I'm just putting it out there and setting that intention right now. So, the beginning of the year, I've got a, Dave. Peace on earth. Yeah. Woohoo! Number one. That's one I can get behind. Yes. So, is there anyone else who needs to make a, make a comment? Oh, I do. <laughs> Friendship. Oh, yes. I want to That's make good. more effort for the people that I already am friends with. <laughs> I don't necessarily need new friends. I want to, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it, right? But in the old <laughs> I want to honor the friends that I have that make an effort for me, and I want to make sure that I reciprocate. That is awesome. And it sounds like a good plan. <laughs> Can I do one more too? Yes. I want to accept everybody as they are and accept, expect nothing from anybody. Then I can't be disappointed. Sounds good. Is there anything else that needs to be said? Yeah, I want to trust in God. Give me clear sight of the future. Okay. Let me see it once in a while. <laughs> really? That's the fun thing of having your wife be the speaker. <laughs> that sounds like a, a good clarity for the I future. Give me a peek of the future once in a while. Can <laughs> I trust you? Spirit will guide our way. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to grant his request? Or? <laughs> She's thinking about it. That's for spirit. God knows all, remember? <laughs> God knows the best and highest outcome for each and every one of us. Yes. Gratitude. 
gratitude. They're in your life. They don't have to be in your life. So when they do things and you're not really happy about it, go, wow, how is this triggering me? What do I need to look for in myself? Because we're all mirrors. Well, this is what I'm thinking of particular my mirror. <laughs> but we're all mirrors. And when I, when, that was like the biggest nugget in my life when I realized that Crystal was my mirror and I needed to look within myself and find out why I was still angry because I thought I wasn't anymore. Oh, whoa! Yeah. So just allowing everybody to be the way they are. Because you, you know, and the one thing that I have learned in it's, it is what it is. I am not happy. I mean, maybe even a little pissed, but I'm not happy. But I accept it because I can't change it. And then I let it go. And that's been the biggest, another big nugget I've been doing the last six months. And that's, I mean, I'm really happy all the time. My life has changed. Just those three things I just said. I love that. And I just <laughs> wanted to bridge off it. That I think part of the gratitude and part of the allowing and part of the accepting is knowing that we have more power and choice in, in any given mm -hmm. relationship or situation and think more of what's mine to do here or not even it could be not even a do what's mine to be here what is it that I can bring what is it that I can give you know instead of what is it that I'm not getting <laughs> or what is it that's you know I'm getting that I don't like or whatever it, flip it to what's within your power what you know be in your power that this is this is something that I can look at like you were saying it's mirroring so what is it that is being called really from spirit, right? Because everything is for me to be and do in, 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 this, in this moment, moment by moment. And again, just to sum it up in slightly <laughs> different words, number one, one of my things, let's get rid of the, rid of the word should. Oh, absolutely. Because you, there's nothing that you should be thinking or doing. But also I would say just sitting down, maybe with a pad and pencil, and saying, what is this person still trying to show me? We're all crying out for love. But what in, my, what in their life, what in my life, what lesson do they still have for me? Because once the two of you are finished with each other, that person should, should just fall away automatically. You wouldn't need to do anything. So there's still something there for you to learn. Just my take. Mm -hmm. David. Well, I remember a um, reading about Ram Dass' journey of trying to understand his spirituality. And in the end, after many different practices and him realizing he had a lot of biases and all this, when he was leaving India, his guru, you know, he wanted to know, he wanted to, him to tell him what to do, or what, how to, how to, you know, uh, support that. 
said, simple, without having to get involved in a lot of heavy crap, just love everyone, and to serve everyone. And so you're not caught up in the judgment or this or that. That's what you do. You just love everyone. Right. And serve everyone. Like Kim was saying, too. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that way you don't have to qualify it or judge it or do any of it. You know, just, just be that love. Be, be that service. Okay. Is there anything else that wants to be said? Kim. It's Kimberly, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you said it twice, and I just thought, nah, it's getting a habit. I better say something. Um, I just like Kimberly better. Um, the next morning, she came up, and I was going to leave before she got up because I just was giving her her space. She came down when she found out I was leaving, and she said, thank you for watching my dog and safe travels. And it was a whole different. It, it shifted. Yeah. For And it was, I really believe it was because of what I did. I let go of it and didn't take it personally and I and there was a shift I could even see it you know because I see things I could see a shift in even in her body mm -hmm. so when we heal ourselves the per other person gets healed too I mean there's only one of us in the world and it's God <laughs> that is very true very true is there anything else that wants to be said Okay, so I just wanted to share something with you. I've been getting really, really into Rick Hansen, which if you've seen anything I'm going to be doing in the new year, you know that. Um, but I wanted to share, he sends out emails all the time, and I wanted to share one of them with you. It was called Drop the Stone. So what do I mean by Drop the Stone? Many of us are lugging around at least one thing that is a needless, a needless burden, such as holding on to resentments, worrying over and over about the same thing, or trying to make someone love you who won't. Yeah, amen on that one. <laughs> It's like a load on your back, a weight in your hands that you really don't have, have to carry each day. Perhaps it's an unrealistic standard you keep failing to meet, an old quarrel you keep rehashing. Am I the only one who does that? Thank you. Or something addictive that you can't do in moderation. So you're always thinking about it. Or maybe it's an old shame, disappointment, or loss. Or perhaps a chronic tension in your body or armor around your heart. Or a religious belief or a righteous, righteous indignation. I'm not suggesting that we turn away from pain stop caring about others, or avoid ambitious goals. It's healthy to allow sadness, hurt, or worry to flow through your mind, and good to keep faith with yourself, bet on yourself, and dream big dreams. 
but it's stressful and harmful to get sucked into repetitive preoccupation, to keep looping multiple times around the same track. I heard that a great Tibetan teacher, Soki Rinpo, Rinpo, please forgive me for that, had once said, essentially, thinking the same thought again is okay, but 10 is enough. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> In your brain, negative preoccupation tends to engage the default mode network, centered in the back half of the midline cortex. Understand that he's a neurologist and a practicing Buddhist. So he thinks also in terms of medicine. That's one of the reasons I like him so much. As this network evolved over millions of years, our ancestors used it as a simulator in which they could review past actions and imagine future possibilities, and thus learn from their mistakes and make good plans. But when the simulator uses you, instead of you using the simulator, it's more like a ruminator in which you are trapped, <laughs> feeling bad, and reinforcing negative neural circuits. Instead, it's okay to step out of the movie inside and okay to drop the load. In much more in-depth, I want to go to than I want to go to today, I will, and I will leave a copy there if we don't have time, because I, I copied the practice that he was talking about. This is from an email called Just One Thing. Let's do a little bit of it. It's called Drop the Stone. As we begin a new year for many people, it's natural to consider how to make it a good one. So I want, to think, I want you guys to think for a minute. What stones are you carrying around right now that you don't need anymore? Wow, that's It might be your stone, okay? It might be a, a stone that you pick up because it was actually somebody else's and they weren't doing it. By that I mean some kind of a chore or duty. Okay. And the thing that I thought of with this is really, really silly. But Bob's birthday was on the 28th, and we had his 75th, and so we had all the family there. And people kept coming up to me and saying, what can I do to help? I tend to do it all for myself when I'm in something like that, but what can I do? And, I, and so I told the first person who asked me, why don't you grate some cheese? And I'm watching as I'm doing other things, and the cheese is still sitting there, not grated. Not graded. And then somebody else comes up and says, what can I do to help? And somebody, and this, the first person said, oh, you could grade the cheese. Wow. And it sat there, and it sat there, and it sat there, until Bob came up and he graded the cheese. But I'm watching this and I'm thinking, I'm going to have to take that back because whoever is volunteering just doesn't seem to have the time to do it. So whose was it to break the cheese? It's mine. He took it on. But it's such a simple thing, but it's a, those things that you can pick up. And along the way, I was also picking up some frustration 
and not a little bit of anger over you really, you know, you bugged me, you wanted to do something, and then you set it to one side, it's not important. You know, that was just my, so that was my stone, and I freely let go of it. So what stones do you have right now that you're willing to let go of, and do you want to share it? Okay. I got a hell of a cold right now, and I'll gladly let go of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. No thinking. This isn't exactly an answer to your question, but this just hit me. <laughs> Expecting others to carry your stone, which was going back to the expectations. Mm -hmm. I like that. I think that also, on its own, is a stone when you're carrying expectations that you could let go of. At least for me. Sheree? I have a stone in the form of clutter. Inherited through oh. several generations <laughs> of oh. thought. <laughs> I think it originated with like the actual depression, you know, that it was a it was a cultural thing, you know, yeah. But now we don't have to hold on to things, you know. We don't have to save things forever. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't like, know what you're talking about. <laughs> like the box from your cell phone or something. Oh yeah, like the rest of society, yeah. we see our whole, you know, freeways taken up by storage units. I know, right? I yeah. own storage units, and when somebody didn't pay, and I finally got in there when I went through all the channels, they didn't have anything in there that was uh, worth even reselling. Well, isn't that the thing, right? I've helped people clean out storage units. Like, How long have you had this? For years and years and years. Yeah. It's like an old desk. You know, and a metal yeah. filing cabinet with nothing. I said, that's just crazy. Wow. Yeah. And they pay to store it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it's not cheap. No, it's not. Yeah. So I can't believe you've been paying on this for three years. There's nothing that's <laughs> any value in here. It's costing yeah. you paying, what, $80 a month for yeah. like, years? And when it's not in a storage unit, it's in your home, in your cabinet, whatever, <laughs> and it's cluttering up your life physically and mentally and emotionally. Okay, you know? I, I think Kimberly has Oh, sorry, Kimberly. No, 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 it's all good. I got two things I'm going to say. One of them is the stuff owns you, you don't own the stuff. Yeah. And one of my big stones, and I didn't realize until you said it, is when I'm talking to somebody and they go, oh, I'll call you back in a few minutes, and they don't, man, that pisses me off because when I say I'm going to call you back, I freaking do. But... So I gotta let that go because I think that's just a saying. I don't think they really. I think at the minute they say it, they mean it, but then they don't call back. <laughs> so 
I guess that's a big, about this big storm, I need to throw it away and just realize stuff happens. Yes. <laughs> but that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, okay. David. Well, a lot of these stones seem pretty stationary. And I've always kind of been into the Rolling Stones. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you keep them stones moving. So they don't Absolutely. get moss on them? So they don't get, you know, fixed. Rolling Stone doesn't gather any moss. That's there right. <laughs> or dust. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to, uh, I'll leave these over there if you guys want to go ahead and just take the rest of it as a handout. Because at this point, it's time for the offertory. Each Sunday we invite you to join the celebration of the work that we're doing in the world by sharing of your financial good should you choose to. If you are at home, you can go to mysticheart.org to, to use our donate button or to find our mailing address. And I will say again, as I will each time I'm up here, check out the website. We also have a gracious giving program for those who would like to make a heartfelt monthly commitment of support so that we can more effectively budget and plan for our, our growth. I want to help us get into the holiday, well, we're in, we've done the holiday spirit. So please enjoy Thankful by Versus. Deeper than 
the dopamine, my heart is catching fire Lifting up inside, yeah, I feel a little lighter Sing it with the choir oh, Thank you. And I just wanted to make a quick note for anybody who's on Zoom and, and uh, would like a copy of the rest of that exercise that I left out for everyone. You can contact me at sacredcinda.gmail.com and I'll send it to you. My email address will also be on the website under practitioners. I just want to recognize the offering of your good, whether it's your time or your talent or your treasure, that it all comes into our community and circulates within the community of Mystic Heart, but also goes out to our surrounding community, our city, our state, our country, the world. So I'm very grateful for your gifts today and know that they are already blessed. And together we say, and so it is. And please stand for our closing song.
God bless you. Thank you for being here. Yay.